1: you again. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, um, um, hi everyone. I am so, so sorry. I don't know if anybody is on, so let me get to my studio real quick. I am at the psychic fair and good for me, or unfortunately for me, I am one of those let me just let me try and reach Malcolm. Hold on. And at the Psychic Fair, fortunately or unfortunately for me, um, particularly on a day like this, I am one of the more popular psychics, and yes, I'm bragging, um, and I'm so, so sorry. You guys know I'm usually on time at 12 o'clock. If anything, I'm late because of technical difficulties, but no more than five minutes late. But if you've been following me, you kind of know that I've been... Uh, There's been times when I couldn't start the show until 1230. Hold on a second. But in any case, I am so sorry. (laughs) So I'm actually waiting for Malcolm to come on um, before I start the show. I don't want to do any readings unless Malcolm is on. I don't want to do readings and I keep him holding that much longer. So Malcolm is on. Let me see if I can get his mic. Available. Hey Malcolm.
2: Hey, what's
1: up Tracy? How are you?
2: I'm great. How about yourself? Not bad.
1: Thank you. So, I apologize. I was just apologizing to everyone that's in queue right now. Um, I was explaining that I am at an, a psychic fair that we do four times a month. And I actually hate the psychic fair. not four times a month.
2: Not four times a month.
1: (laughs) Wait, what'd you say?
2: You said you you do it four times a month. And I'm like, no, it can't be four times a month. It must be four times a year.
1: Four times a year, yes. So... So you hate it. I'm not a fan of the fair, like,
2: at all. Wow.
1: It's just that everyone comes... So hungry for information, and it's so speedy that it's not fair to them, nor is it fair to me. Like you can never get that quick fix, like never. So, it, it's so you can sample the psychic, which is a good thing. It's just ten minutes to, to just stop.
2: Kind of like a, a a psychic version of a wine tasting. How huh? you just go around and sample the where. You're not actually buying the bottle, you're just sampling.
1: Right. That's a good parallel. I love that. Right. I probably would not be good at a wine tasting either because after a while they're all going to taste alike.
2: That's true. I mean, unless you, uh, they did a very good movie years back uh, called Sideways and it was about wine taste, Well, that's about other things, but the wine tasting was an integral part of the storyline. Um, you know, some people have a a nose for wine or a taste bud for wine. I mean, I like wine too, but you're right. After about three or four of them, they have, Well, relatively. I mean, we I not say taste alike. I mean, if you get a Merlot or Chardonnay, those there's not going to be too much difference between. Them. Of course, you can taste the difference between the Merlot and say a Sangria. You would know there's a big difference because one's really sweet. But you know, but other than that, you're right they start tasting
1: lot. Well, I've noticed
2: that those that go to
1: um wine
2: tasting
1: um tend to be drunks. <laughs> they're they're nice drunks. That's what I've noticed. It's a it's a cheating really? way to Yes. Yes. It's it's a
0: sophisticated well,
2: way a to really see. Because you don't really get a whole lot of wine when you do it. Right,
1: but you do get a you get a you get a mix of wines, which kind of make you tipsy.
2: Yeah, but you don't really. I mean, unless you do multiple wine tastings in one day, I mean, like four or five of them. That's the only way I can see you getting any type of a buzz off of it. They don't give you enough. Well, they literally give you a taste.
1: Maybe I'm maybe I'm saying it the wrong way. I'm not saying drunk. Uh, the day of, I'm saying normal normally they're drunk. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> like <it's a>
0: well, <laughs> oh, I'm
2: sorry. That's
1: the way I see I'm gonna leave that alone. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I've gone to wine tastings and there was a time when I wouldn't drink anything, so not drinking gives me more clarity of mind. And so I'm much more observant when I'm not drinking. If I'm drinking, I'm, like, in with the crowd. But if I'm not drinking, which I wasn't at one point um, at all, I only started drinking a couple of years ago, um, I'm observant. And so I'm like, huh. And then when you hear people talk, like, they have this odd passion for wine, like, odd, not and not, like, kind of, kind of what's the word?
2: Like the guy that's sideways. Like the guys in sideways who just...
1: I don't you know, know sideways. You didn't,
2: you didn't see that movie. Uh, Paul Giamatti started in it, and it was really, really good movie. Uh, kind of put him on the map. But it was uh But they had an odd passion for wine. I mean, like, passion.
1: Okay. Yes. Were they drunk at the same time?
2: No, they never got drunk. Because they, they... You know, these were the kind of wine catchers, you know, you could smell it.
0: You put in your mouth switch
2: around and typically you're spitting it out, you're not even swallowing. I hear you. Oh, I know, I'm just I I guess I got caught up in the background though I forgot you're at the this, this thing so there's people there. I, I, I heard I the background people. Anyway, um uh, enough about wine chasing. So so anyway, so this is like your psychic ferret like a wine chasing. That's where we got to this. Mm-hmm. Movie. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Except I guess they don't spit you out; they just <laughs> they swallow you whole.
0: Hmm. So,
2: anyway, <laughs> what would you like to talk about going on?
1: I'd like to talk about Hillary Clinton.
2: Good point. Good, you know, because Hillary announced this week, or actually last, <laughs> <year>, last week,
0: <laughs> <she was> running, <laughs> you know, one of the,
2: one of the big things that came out of this. Was, you know when you when you watch the news, Hillary stopped at a Chipotle and it made the news. You know, and people were discussing her desire to have Chipotle and how she was trying to get Hispanic voters. And oh, she was hungry. That's where she stopped at Chipotle. She wanted a burrito, and you know, and people were making a big deal. She was too dressed up to be in Chipotle. She had on sunglasses to show that she couldn't connect with the ordinary people. And I'm like. 'cause she was hungry. She did she wasn't trying to say, Hey, I'm Hillary at Chipotle. She said, Can I have a burrito please? <laughs> I think you know, that Hillary eats
1: Chipotle.
2: Well apparently she does. She they got a picture of her eating a eating a Chipotle burrito. So <laughs> here's the problem, you know, there's so many things, people are doing so much speculation about Hillary. There there's actually a female CEO that came out this week. And Mm -hmm. this woman, I don't know
1: Hard to get ready to move to Canada.
2: Well, I wouldn't. You know what? Here's what I would say about the presidential race it's just starting. You know, and right. if you remember in 2000 and, you know, the 2008 election, at the beginning mm-hmm. of everybody was picking Hillary to one, and she didn't make it because the primary process is ruling. And so, you know, you've mm-hmm. so many Republicans that have thrown their hats in the ring for, for the Republican primary. You know, mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to tell who's running for president for another. This is 2015. We got till next year before we figure out who's actually going to be really running for president. This is the primary process. It's long, and Hillary might make it. She might not. But there might be other candidates that a, prove to be. Huh? Don't we have an uh,
1: we have. the primary election in November?
2: In California, we do. Everybody has them a little differently. It depends on what state you're in.
1: No, 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 Malcolm. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, Wait, wait, hold. Hold on a second. So I thought the primary election was universal. Don't we decide oh, that who? Don't we decide no. this year who we we decide? Oh, we decided. Wait, don't confuse me. The presidential election is next
2: year. Right, that's the universal election.
1: No no, 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 no. But we them. have to decide in in the Democratic and in the Republican side which one is going to go against each other this year.
2: Yes, during 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 this year, they're having their, their primaries because they're already starting. You know that you know Iowa and New Hampshire start first. So there are mm. the candidates that are the ones that are announcing are already going to these places. That's why Hillary got on a bus mm. and to Iowa because. The Iowa primaries and the inter-primaries are first. And then you go down I the line and go to different states. And through it. the process I of the primaries it. is where you get who's going to actually run for, you know, who gets elected in the primary. Because it's, it's usually through the different states, because every state has their say. So, yes. you know, in California, we don't get to it until November. We're kind of, you know, at that, the, the ash end of it. But, you know, Other states are doing it like they're starting now.
1: Yes, I get it. Whoever
2: gets through the primary process will be the person running for president. And you know, honestly, I mean, I know people are picking Hillary; they want Hillary so badly, which is great. But we'll see. That's really what it comes down. We will see. You know, and whoever gets through the you what
1: you do realize I have the potential. (laughs) You <laughs> realize that,
2: right? You have the potential to see who's going to win the primary. And that I got told before, could you please give me the lottery numbers? Because you know, <laughs> I would really have that information. <laughs> I'm willing to let the primary process take a due course. <laughs> no, but I it doesn't can, matter I to know. me. I mean, it, it, it matters to me, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm willing to see who does it because you We don't even know who's running for for president, let alone who's going to win. Right, absolutely.
1: exactly. And by the way, there are two things I don't do. I don't predict lottery numbers, and I don't predict the presidency.
2: That's probably a good idea, because based (laughs) on the way I've watched presidential races go my whole life, it's a crapshoot. I mean, because when Bill Clinton won, he came out of uh nowhere, right? Bill Clinton came out yes, of nowhere. Yes, he did. He but so did Barack. Nomination. Barack
1: came
2: out of nowhere. Barack Obama. But both
1: of he them. Came out of right. But you, No, so. he came out of nowhere. Yeah, no. Well, he, he came out of nowhere. Was, not, he gave a speech was, four years prior as a, right, as a senator was, was, of was, Illinois, which is Martin the thing walk Rubio did with Barack Obama. He gave a speech out of nowhere. No.
2: <laughs> Act- You said Marco Marco Rubio hasn't given a speech for Barack Obama because he hates Barack Obama. No, I
1: didn't say for Uh, Barack Obama, but he he also gave a speech. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, Malcolm, he gave a speech (laughs) out of nowhere, and now he's one of the runners. He's actually trying to mimic Barack Obama, by the way.
2: Except for the fact that he's against abortion, gay marriage, and pretty much everything else that Barack Obama stands uh, for. Um, I'm not Universal saying he's mimicking Health.
1: his value system. I'm saying he's mimicking
2: his set. <laughs> well, he's trying, what, you know, he's trying to, like, what, what the, the way the president was able to win the primaries and uh-huh. the is he did a real good job of appealing to younger voters. And yes, Marco yes, Rubio that's he's, is, trying, uh-huh. is trying to go along the same path, except he. He's not. His value system is a, is opposite of what most young voters' value systems are. I mean, the, the only thing going for him is that he's young. That's the only thing he got going for him. He's young, but he's well, still he's still telling the Republican line: anti-abortion, anti-gay marriage, anti-gays, for that example, for that, for that. Matter. You know,
1: it's so um, sad because he's Cuban and he actually could take the time seriously to rise up his heritage, rise up the Latinos, like. He could get Latinos to vote. No, he could. Like he could be a could. driving force if he wasn't such a stick in the mud. And that is so bad.
2: Well, that's the problem with the with the Republican field so far because one of the one of the guys who I thought was going to be a front runner, which is Rand Paul, his value system was such that you know because his dad always ran on his anti-establishment uh, vote to where you know he was like we we need less government, we need less military and a lot of voters, particularly young voters And Rand Paul started off The same way, but he basically Started going on the same line that most of the other Republicans are so on When it comes to big military You know Basically screw the poor people Screw uh, mm-hmm. gays uh, Don't allow for abortions To ever happen for no reason You know, so mm-hmm. there's, To me there, It's hard for them to really get elected Because what they're trying to Propose to this The people who elect them is stuff that Against what the people Who elect them want Mm -hmm. So You have to look at You know What what the the people In the country Actually want And what, what we have In the system right now The politicians Are dictating to us What we should want And That Goes against all Common sense to me I'm thinking They should do What we want Not That's just my I agree. On it. But I always say everybody should vote their own interest or so whatever your interest is, you should vote it. And if your interest is, you know, is in line with the Republican Party and what they want, then you should you should vote
0: that
1: interest. Yeah, but most people, since we're going to be discussing this a lot, particularly with Hillary Clinton, because she just up the don't vote what they want. Most people look at the commercials. Most people watch crappy TV like CNN. CNN turns into crappy TV. You know I what I mean? TV Most TV people TV. don't it. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened
2: I, that I kind of too, missed but, it. But the problem is even when you watch the crappy TV, you should be able to listen to what they're saying and, and say, well, you know what? That person is standing for what I kind of want. Or not.
1: Here's the thing. Jimmy Kimmel has this deck that he does maybe once a week. And it's called Live TV. And so he will participate this time around with Hillary Clinton, right? And so he shows people Hillary Clinton's logo, which I think is brilliant. I think it's an amazing, amazing logo. I know people have been confused by it, but i got it. It represents power. It represents, you know, structure. You know, it represents pointing in a direction. At least she's trying to point to a direction. She wants to go there wherever there is. Um, but I love her logo. Have you seen it yet?
2: No, but see I typically don't pay attention to logos that much because those are things put together by the handlers in order to appeal to a to the vast majority of people. And I really just rather hear what the, the candidates are saying and make my decision based on what they're saying and what, what their what their positions are. Because that's what the point is. You know, what what yeah. are we talking about here? You know? Do you want to go full brand? And they're and funny enough a lot of people want to go start a war with Iran. I'm like, who would want to do that? That would be a bad war. You think the Iraq war was bad? An Iranian war would be 10 times worse. And But there are people in our government right now, people who are running for president, that's their position. We want to start a war with yeah. Iran. Are you... not Excuse my language. that <laughs> right. You thought the last one was bad. This, that would make the last one look like a cakewalk. No, no, right. No, you know? Right. No time.
1: Well... I'm a
2: visual person,
1: and so I appreciate the logo's appeal. The... Huh?
2: <laughs> you said you're a visual person, right. so the logo's appeal. I love
1: the logo.
2: Like, I'm, I'm for the logo. <laughs> I'm going to vote for the logo. That's scary. But, anyways, <laughs> we're going to work with that. Um, I'm going
1: to vote because I like the logo. But you have to understand that the majority of people are not coming from your position. They don't have that structure inside of them to, you know, look at the details, listen to what people are saying.
2: Most people yeah, are followers. Yeah.
1: followers, right? Most people are followers. So I know, you don't know how much
2: that depresses like me, That's actually depressing.
1: I know. I know. We've we talked about this and I get it. And you know, I I see you and I understand you and I get it. And then you have me. And <laughs> I like the logo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with that being said, Jimmy Kimmel has this thing called Live T V. he goes out on the street and he Purposely,
2: purposely tells a lot. Yeah, and I know. I've amazing. seen that. You've
0: seen that.
1: And it's amazing.
0: R- a lot
2: of people run with it, then, um, I'm always amazed because he's not the only one who does stuff like that. I mean, he Get John Stewart doing similar stuff, and a lot of other. Oh, does he really?
1: Stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and you know what? It what 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 me a little bit is that. You know, you ask people a question that you know some of the stuff that you know that you know they're on twenty four hours. We live in a twenty four hour news world where it's constantly news going on, and so people can't claim that they never heard about it. But they, I saw a thing where they asked people who um, uh, Edward Snowden was, Edward Snowden. and the, the majority of people had no idea who even who he was or what he did and, and they were, they were, you know, the ones who thought they were taking him for a tune-in a You know, I'm like, no, no, no. no.
0: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> to me, it's a little depressing that you know. The, the,
3: I hate to say the level
2: of ignorance that people have. You know, and, and not being. not not caring about what's going on. That's why we end up with, with the system that we have where the people who do get elected feel that they have cars want to do whatever the hell they want to do. I mean, and then... It, 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 to me, it's all tied together with, with, with police shootings and everything else. I mean, I don't know if you saw the latest... the, the two latest police incidents. And there's, those are the ones that actually had videos attached to them. But...
0: Yeah, the one where the no. guy was running
2: down the street and, and the old officer ended up shooting him in the back because he thought he was pulling out tracer. Who He really wasn't even an officer. He was a volunteer officer. He officer. was a volunteer deputy. Yes. That's what he was, right. And he wasn't supposed to be involved in any type of arrest, but he felt that, you know, once the, the, the sting operation kind of went bad and the, and the suspect was running, and now I'm not defending no, the not. suspect because the guy was actually doing a criminal act. But did he deserve to get shot in the back and fled out while the officer kneeled on his head and he was screaming, "I can't breathe"? And the officer said, "Well, fuck your breath." Excuse my language, but that is what he said. Um, it, it, wait a second. Am I
1: missing something beyond the shooting? Something.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Did you? Well, there was a bit. video out. You can actually go and watch this video and find. No, <laughs> have I remember. I
1: don't have, Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Oh, my God. This is going to really upset me. You, know, you have to remember I don't have cable TV.
2: No, YouTube. Tracy, YouTube.
1: This
2: is on mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. I know you have
1: it. I know you can go on YouTube. I, I can, but I do not know that there was something extra.
2: That oh, God. Oh, God. There's a lot
1: of. Please extra. don't say that. Like, I am so... And again, not negating the criminal
2: act. Not negating by one iota the criminal act. No. Because there is no more act. than what... I, I didn't have no yeah. problem with them chasing them or arresting them. But you can't right. shoot him in the back. And then once you right. shoot them in the back, you can't. You have to try to administer some aid because, you know, because it's funny because when they did the investigation,
0: mm-hmm. an officer
2: from that agency did the investigation. And he said... That the, the the reserve deputy, the older guy, was actually a
1: victim. Enjoy my radio show. I'll talk about okay. Enjoy your class. Okay. Bye. So go ahead.
2: Hold on, He said that the reserve officer was actually a victim so silly. Be, because <laughs> because the suspect had run and, and there was this whole thing of. Because it was just a moment. Well, so it had the suspect run, Then the reserve deputy witness accidentally pulled out his gun and shot him in the back. Instead then the reserve officer take uh, take responsibility for that act. I mean, because if I pull out a gun and shoot you, I can't say Oops, I thought it was I thought it was a water gun. My bad. I'm sorry, and, and expect to get away with that. But I don't know what you're talking
1: about because officers have gotten away with that where a poor kid did have a, uh, a water gun, or whatever the case may be, and got shot and killed anyway. So I didn't know that there was more to this video. Everything that I have seen looked, looked a little different.
2: Oh, well, there's a lot more. I mean, they they actually show the whole thing where the guy gets in the truck. He has a, this little girl with him, young lady. and you know, So the criminal walks up, gets in the truck, and he has a backpack, and... You know, it's exchange because he's basically selling a weapon to the undercover officer. And so he, the guy sitting there, he's clearly nervous, probably on some something. You know, they said he, you know, he had had to be on PCP. He didn't look like PCP. He looked more like something that makes him a little more nervous, which would be like a crack or a methamphetamine type of thing. He was he was that kind of nervous, and he's confident in mm-hmm. his head. And when the when the officers arrived to to get him that's when he bolted for the trucker. So now he's running down the road in shorts and a T-shirt. And so the, I police, remember. the police said that they thought he might have had a gun. And when I was in the video, I'm like, where would he have had that gun at? Because he is literally was in no shorts there was and a T-shirt. There's no gun. right. Because he well, he actually had left it once because he had brought a gun to the truck, but it was in his backpack. And he rummaged through that backpack for a minute trying to get that gun. He was like, he was like he couldn't find it. And when he found it, he gave it to the officer. Well, he didn't give it to the you know, officer, but he gave it to the person and put it on the floor, on the driver's side floor of this truck that he was in. Mm-hmm. And right after that, mm-hmm. another officer showed up, plainclothes. He thought he was, you know, he might have thought he was getting checked. I don't know what he thought, but, you know, clearly after a minute, it was nothing but police cars around him. So he was trying to run again. He was a criminal. He deserved to get arrested. Have no problem with that what I do have a problem with is shooting him in the back when you when, after he had been detained I because mean, he had already been taken down to the ground when they shot him. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he was running and they shot him and like, ooh, we shot him by accident. He was already on the ground, face down, with an officer on his neck when he got shot in the back. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. That's a
2: problem. But
0: That's there's another problem. case
2: in, in in Albuquerque, New Mexico where the where the officer, police officer ran over a, a suspect. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if
2: they just did you see that video? That's on YouTube. <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. So mm-hmm. the guy was walking down the street firing a weapon. And so, you know, an, the, the, the the vantage point that you're seeing is the first officer standing back trying to decide, decide how what to do with this officer. And there's another officer at the end of the clock, and you can hear them communicate with one another. And then you had the third police car come out of nowhere and just run the guy over. I mean, just. Mm. And I had discussions with people about this, and you know, to be honest, I didn't have as much problem with that particular video, even though it was very graphic and, and the guy gets run over, because he actually was firing a weapon at the time. So if if somebody walks down the street shooting a gun, and I'm a normal citizen who a human doesn't have a gun. I do expect the police to do something to intervene, you know, intervene like whoa, you need to stop that guy. But where I have a problem more often is when they shoot people that don't have weapons. That's a problem because there's a, usually another way to deal with it. You
0: yeah. know, If you shoot a guy,
2: if you shoot a guy or run over a guy who's actively firing a weapon, oh, to me it's justified. I don't have any problem with it. Be honest with you. you. know, but when you shoot people who like the guy and, and God, like there's so many South Carolina like where he was running away from an officer with a page t- paper stuck in his back and he was running pretty slow and you shoot him in the back each time. I have a huge problem with that. right so, I, don't, I don't i don't know what to do with the depression. Let's talk about sports <laughs>
1: well let's, well, first of all but wait before we get into sports, let's remember that that's the whole purpose of. This segment of yours, like, let's remember that—that's the whole purpose. You're allowed to speak freely. You're allowed to speak what is compromising your spirit, you know. And that's the ownership of this segment. So, I think it's interesting that there's been some consistency lately, and the consistency, consistency has been race issues and police and how well, the policing seems, is done seems, throughout the state.
2: It seems to be in the forefront, I mean, because that's what's, you know, it's almost like an epidemic of things going on, but it's really not. I you know, what the epidemic. what so. The epidemic is that. Epidemic is a problem.
1: So we, that's what it is. It's well, just
2: a problem. Well, but here's the thing, Tracy. The epidemic is yeah. actually that people actually are carrying cameras with and filming stuff more. The stuff has always been going on. But don't you know that part of this, though? But
1: well,
2: you actually, love that part of it? I do. I do, actually, you know, because now yeah. the truth gets known and you're not taking people's word. But that's why I believe that all police officers should wear body cameras because that would eliminate a whole bunch of the bullcrap. you know, because at that's the end right. of the day, we have a, we have visual evidence and then we can judge based off of the visual evidence, you know, and visual evidence also has sound attached to it. So, you know, people can't come that's up right. and say crazy stuff. Which they really have in the past, Malcolm. Evidence. Which oh, they have in the past. Yeah, let's just call it what it is. People lie, so they lie for their own own ends. And if you take, if you if you add cameras to the equation, the lying will minimize or actually probably will cease because you can't lie on yourself when you have a camera that has recorded everything. But I also think right, what's
1: interesting. I I totally agree, and I think what's also interesting is that the the lie may not get exposed, if there are no body cameras, supposedly no cameras around, let's, let's, you know, the officers need to be careful about, one, supporting each other, and two, covering up, and two, lying. Because the other thing I thought I remember, something about the taser. What about, about
2: it, the taser. In the first case, in the South Carolina case?
0: Yeah. Well
1: there the
2: was some sort of tater. discrepancy. What but there was some sort of dis- man, the, the officer said the suspect had grabbed his taser, and they were mm-hmm. they were they were fighting over the taser. But there's mm-hmm. no evidence of that as of having taken place. There's no evidence. And okay,
1: no, uh, so that must be it then, because the other
2: that thing
0: that, that I
1: want to no no no, but there was something extra with the taser, so it must have been that they he said that they were fighting over it because the other thing that officers need to be weary about now is their story that they that they tell, their lie that they tell, their story, their version of it because all of a sudden, a video could just appear. Now, I, I don't know who is the leader in that part of the state. He was completely embarrassed because it started well, out with the cover-up.
0: Well, it, it started out with the, they had a they they had,
1: they, take the they had a word. fund. They had a fund for this officer. They had a go fund the account. They,
2: well they take the officer's word for it because they're saying, well, you know, and, and what the officer said initially was he was a weird for it, Like which is a standard standard line that they think. Standard phrasing. So, <laughs> so But it's also remember
1: Malcolm, it's also well coordinated. So when the other, other officers come, they are in an immediate protection mode. They are like, okay, listen, this is how we're going to yeah. tell the story. That's the way I see it.
2: Well, and, and if you saw the video, you know, the, the first officer on the scene was the black officer, and he went over and started attending to the suspect. But when when the when the, the officer who shot him picked up a chaser and dropped message next to the suspect, the, the black officer didn't even look up. He just pretended like nothing had happened to that's, yeah. That immediately should have been like, "What the hell are you doing, dude? Don't touch the don't touch the evidence. Be don't well, don't add you know, things to the
1: evidence. Don't add it. That's what I think I remember. I think well, he added the taser.
2: Well, he, after he dropped the, the taser next to the suspect, you know, and after, it, the fact, Malcolm. after the
1: fact, mountain, after the. Oh
2: no, he he that's was already dead. What <laughs> He was already exactly. Dead. so
0: exactly.
2: Uh, it, it's, that's where the problem lies, and you know. It's, Again, that's why I, I do believe in the body body cameras for officers because it it would eliminate a lot of that. It really would. And then we don't have to this could be taken off the table and then we don't have to sit here and discuss this over and over again because we we get you know, there there's a there's a thought in our society that the police officer says that it must be true. And so many cases are showing that that's not the case. 'Cause police right. officers, black regular human beings. They will lie in their own best interest because they don't they also do not want to get in trouble. So I understand right. why you lie, but you can't do that when you take a person's life. It's a problem. Right. Right. You know, so and you would think in our society there's cameras everywhere. I'm surprised people even commit crimes anymore because you can't go anywhere to the supermarket, you go to the bank. Hell, you walk to the corner, there's a camera someplace around you tell me. Well, let's be clear.
1: Let's be clear, Malcolm. Criminals are dummies. (laughs) Let's be clear about that. In a lot of cases, I would agree. In a lot of cases, I would
2: agree.
1: Yeah. But, you know, some white-collar criminals are dummies, too. They might be educated, but there's an aspect of so much greed that you become an idiot not talking about the white collar crimes, just regular old criminal criminals. They're not the brightest pickles. They're just not. And so they have a mindset of getting what they want. Totally forgetting. Totally forgetting that there are cameras everywhere. Like when I watch shows like Dateline and, you know, the officers go, so you you went down this particular street? And at what time? And then they have have like a Bank of America camera that is focused on that street. Like, there's so much dumbness going. Like, you're right. I wouldn't commit a crime right now because there's so much. There's well, so much out there. There's so much visual out
2: there. You're well, gonna get and, caught. And the, and the segue into you know part of the sports thing. You know, uh, the former New England Patriots tied in Aaron Hernandez got convicted this week, right? They found him guilty of murder for life. Now, I know. The evidence that they had against him was mostly, mainly circumstantial. They didn't have any physical evidence that actually linked him to the crime. But what they did have was mm. a lot of camera, camera evidence. Some of the camera evidence came from his own house. Easy. Mm. So they had camera evidence from his own security, but it that showed him walking around the house early after the crime when I had him in hand that looked like a block, which was the same kind of gun that killed the man. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, my God. What an
1: idiot.
2: I did exactly. not think... Well, I, well, I, I completely, I didn't think they were going to be able to convict him because they didn't have the physical evidence I thought necessary. It was real circumstantial. I mean, yes, it was right. bad, but to me, it's hard to convict a person when you, when you don't have any physical evidence. And they really did. Right. But right. they right. did convict him. And, and unfortunately, that young man, stupid as he is, it, you know, because I, I do think he was responsible for at least some of this, if not all of it. He's going to spend the rest of his life in prison because, you know, that's what he got convicted. He got convicted. Life without the possibility of parole. He's a thug.
0: Well, yeah. He's a
2: thug. FFL. Yeah. He's a thug. Yes.
0: You
1: know, <laughs> but also, yeah. I mean, he also <laughs> no, he got convicted because he's a minority.
0: No, he got convicted because he was stupid.
2: Oh, without Uh, a
1: doubt. He's a thug. I don't think thugs are the smartest. I don't
2: think think his minority status is what got him convicted. It's because he was. Well, I'm not
1: saying saying that. I'm saying it doesn't help that he's a minority. I'm sorry. Oh, it does If there is no circumstantial evidence that really could convict him, then he should not have been convicted. Let's be clear about that. When you're a minority, you have a lot more to prove, Period.
2: I don't argue that. But I have a friend of mine who feels that if, if you. you're accused of a crime like that, you have to, you know, and you're not out on bail, you're going to be convicted. And I, mm. I, I don't have any data. That's on interesting. This, you know, I, just, I don't wait but, really that
1: but that's very interesting. If you're not out on bail,
2: that's what he feels. Oh, wow. But he doesn't have any data to support that, and I don't have any data that goes against that. (laughs) Oh, but come on. on.
1: I don't think so, Malcolm. It's very easy to actually go back and check some of that data if you you wanted to. I think that's a very interesting concept.
2: I don't know if it's that easy to get that data.
1: Well.
2: Find out who gets convicted based on who was on bail and who wasn't on bail.
1: Who was in prison at the time, and who's not literally in prison at the time? I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a concept that, said, that should be considered.
2: Okay, when I've done jury duty, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, you know, I'm not in the, the criminal justice system. But when I've done jury, you duty, know, I've
1: never done jury duty. I've never done jury
2: duty. That's interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then, <laughs>
1: No, no, so, let's stay on wait, that for a minute. I've never done jury duty.
2: <laughs> well, have they you
1: called, been called? They called me.
2: Yes, yeah, they called me. So when they're doing and they, they have you been called up to the panel?
1: No, no, no. They've written me a letter and they no, said, we'd like you to go on jury duty, and then I spontaneously move. Every time I get called for jury duty, I'm moving.
2: You know what? I don't have any words for that. <laughs> I just I can take that to the other but <laughs> I don't know you don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> you can make the argument that you get jury, jury summons and that forces you to move. that. I never thought about it
1: that way. Coming, so I gotta
2: go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing to say. I, I, I,
1: well, in actuality, I actually never wanted to serve, ever. I never wanted to serve. And sometimes, you know, when we go back to my world, if, if there's something I don't want to do or if there's something that I want to do, the world opens or not opens depending upon what I want to do. That's my world. That's the universe. That's God. That's the God force, right? And so okay. I never wa- I never wanted to serve. So every time I would get a notice, I would have to move. Oh, I would be moving. So I, I can't serve, right? And so not sure. until I met you, really, really, because I don't want to serve. So the universe goes, oh, get care of universe. You don't want to serve, take move, right? And, you know, I know I'm sounding silly, but this is my world. This is my belief okay. system. <laughs> so not until I met you. And then you explained it to me from your – because you have this passion for justice and doing the right thing, and I appreciate that. And when I heard it from your mouth, then I was like, huh, ah, okay, I'm ready to serve, because I don't mind participating in a case where my vote makes a difference, and nobody could make me change my vote, because I've watched some of these, like, datelines, the date where the people are, like um, – they can get one like one there's a lone holdout and then the other people would get like barracuda on the one lone holdout and make her change her vote Yeah,
2: well, or his vote, well, whatever.
1: So you've had that happen? So, you that happen to you?
2: Yeah, except it did work. Because people exactly. can't bear it from me because I'm a I'm a it's, barracuda myself exactly. so
1: so, exactly.
2: and, the, and the reason that yes. I do jury trade you, to be honest, is because if I was ever on trial for something, I would want somebody like myself who would actually listen to it. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if I were, especially if I were innocent, I don't want them looking at me because of the color of my skin or anything. I just want them to consider the facts.
0: Absolutely. I
2: want somebody there who Absolutely. will consider the facts. Don't look at me for what, what you think I am. Just Absolutely. Listen to what you
1: you actually said that to me a couple of years ago, and I've never heard it that way. And with no. that being said, it was the first time I was willing to be a juror because at that stage of the game, if it ever gets to the part where I'm the lone holdout, I'm going to be the lone holdout. There will be a hung jury. Not that sure. I'm looking for sure. that, but I just decided I can own my fate. And I appreciated your words when you said that because it made a big difference as to whether or not I would ever serve as a juror. So I haven't talked to the universe yet. I have not talked to God about it yet, but I am open to it.
2: Well, the interesting thing that I find is that you see all these people who get out of jail and they've been wrongly convicted and the state has to give them $3 million, $5 million to pay them back. And, you know, it turns out years later that they were able to get some evidence that, that proves that they were not guilty of the crime. If we could prevent, yeah. it. my 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 problem with the criminal justice system is not for the people who were rightly convicted on this, but who were wrongly convicted. On it. So you know, and and my same, I have the same feelings for the death penalty. I don't really care that strongly one way or the other about the death penalty, except for the fact that if one innocent person is is life is taken through the death penalty, then our whole system mm-hmm. is messed like up. So we gotta be really yeah. careful when we start when we start convicting people, especially when there's no direct evidence that they actually did the crime. And you know, people we're going with 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 hearsay evidence. So we, we sometimes people say, you know, you have eyewitness testimony that says, well, I saw this person do it. And then, you know, but years later, that same person will be like, well, no, I wasn't really sure, but you know, I said it anyway. <laughs> That's the problem. You know and then And then years later, you get these people getting. Released from jail and and the state having to to pay them because the state was aware that they're wrongly convicted and and that are culpable it's a problem mm-hmm.
0: it's
2: a huge problem
0: mm-hmm. but
2: that does get us away from a little well, you know what I was going to bring up in sports this week was uh, a yeah. couple of things so you know today is the start of the NBA playoffs I don't know if you know that or care. But is no, game, wait well. a
1: second. Wait a second. Now I do like basketball. You like okay. Well, I like the Clippers, Malcolm.
2: Well, and the Clippers are, I think, the number three seed in the West. No. no oh well. wow. No, they're not.
1: No, <laughs> I'm. I'm happy for them.
2: No, they are. I mean, because the Lakers that had the worst record that they've ever had in the NBA this year, right? But
1: yes,
0: I know. They
2: have yeah. So, so the Clippers again. The Clippers are the number three seed in the West. You know, that's the good part. The bad part is they open up their playoff series against the San Antonio Spurs. So. All right. What does that mean? Know. What do you
1: mean by the Senate? What do you mean by that? What's the problem?
0: The
2: San Antonio
1: Spurs. What do you mean
2: by that? The defending champions. Are they better? Huh? Are they
1: better? What do you mean by
2: that? The good parts, the well, bad part.
1: the Antonio Spurs.
2: Well, because San Antonio Spurs have been a perennial powerhouse in, in basketball. I mean, ever since Tim – actually, even before Tim Duncan got there, they had David Robinson. They've been, you know, one of the top tier teams for the past 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, th- here we have this emerging Clippers club, which is a very good club, you know, but they're going mm-hmm. to get this perennial powerhouse, the team that was in the NBA Finals last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I, I want the Clippers to go far. So last year, the Clippers won their first round playoff, and then they lost their second round playoff. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see the Clippers go so far. I mean, they're, they're the third seed, so that makes them the third best team in the West.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yes, yeah, I would perfect. like to see them go The Clippers, yes. But mm-hmm. the West is a stronger conference, so you know, you have the Houston Rockets, which are a team that the Clippers have a lot of trouble against. Um, okay. And then you also have the Golden State Warriors with, with Dale Curry. Dale Curry. <laughs> I'm thinking about his dad. That just skates me. Um, Steph Curry, with the son,
0: mm-hmm. who
2: arguably, you know, one of the best players in the NBA. So he's and it's funny, because this boy is 6'3", 185 pounds. So we're talking about not too tall, but skinny. And he's from mm-hmm, the best of mm-hmm. the NBA. They said he was at practice the other day. He hit 75 straight three-point shots. And I, I mm-hmm. can't even tell you how difficult a proposition that is. 73
0: straight. Mm-hmm. Three.
2: There's mm-hmm. people who can't make 73 straight layups. He made 73 right. straight three-point shots. That's 28 feet out. That man is phenomenal. Right. But but his dad was a really good shooter too. Because I, I remember when his dad was by it. I remember his dad was in the league. So so I mean, and the Clippers are third. Portland's fourth. Portland's a very good team. Memphis is fifth. Mm-hmm. They're a very good team. I mean, you go down the line, these very good basketball teams. The West is just full of them. Mm. So.
1: Okay, so we'll have a lot of discussions on NBA then. Because I do like basketball. You know I like baseball better, but I do like basketball. Yes, you like baseball better.
2: Mm-hmm. But Like I love you know, baseball. You don't like
1: love baseball? No, I love oh, you, baseball.
2: I love baseball. Oh, I God.
1: love baseball. Well, probably like
2: I love football. I love football passionately.
1: I know you do. I know.
2: So, you know, which
1: brings us to... I got into football just this year based upon, you know, with the radio shows. I got a little bit into football. I was a little disturbed by all the controversy, and it made me a little bit uncomfortable, but it was nice to, you know, get into it. So I'm hoping next year I'll have a much better experience with the game. Well,
2: next year is going to be interesting because... This year has been such turmoil for the NFL that who knows mm-hmm. what it's going to look like next year. I mean, you got so many players changing teams with free agency. I know, I you know, have,
1: you know I know.
2: And then you know, and like, I wanna Adrian keep up with
1: done. all of that. I'd like to know, like, especially the ones that I know about. Maybe I don't know about all of them because I'm so new, but I still want to know if Ray Rice lands anywhere. I want to know if Michael Sam lands anywhere. You know, so there's a lot of changing of the guard. You know, so I'm, I'm start, interested
2: I'm in think, I'm starting to think the Michael Sam's experiment will not ever happen. Yeah, you know, I think
1: he, I say that to you, but you didn't believe me. But mm-mm.
2: well, I'm just me. watching. I'm watching the way it's going because you know, during this free agent market, um, his skills. There's too many other guys that do what he does better that are on the yeah. market that aren't getting aren't getting looked. He's not not.
1: focusing enough, to be honest with you. He's showboating, and he's not, like, focusing enough, and that's a problem for me. I think if it's your job, if football is your job, do your job. Like, I'm just that person. I'd love to see you on Dancing with the Stars, but if it's going to interfere with you getting a job in the career of your choice, I personally would have not chosen Dancing with the Stars. And he well, to didn't
2: me, if, he, anyway. if he's serious about playing, you know, while he might not make the NFL, you got the Canadian Football League, you got the Arena Football League, he might be able to catch on there. Uh but there are a lot of good players on the on the market right now that don't have teams. I mean, Ray Rice being one of them. Ray Rice nobody nobody has human rights. Yeah. Yes. Ray Rice hasn't had a chance. Now one interesting person they think, um, with uh Adrian Peterson? Remember the guy who beat up? Yes. Spanked the up. Yes. Okay. Did the he NFL kind of reinstated.
0: It?
2: Oh, he's already on the team. The NFL reinstated him this week.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm glad Now, I'm glad now he does that.
2: not want to play for his team because during his during his troubles, he didn't feel that you know he felt that there's people in the front office that didn't support him. So he okay. would like to be moved, but but unfortunately, he's under contract with the, the team, with the Minnesota Vikings. And he arguably is the best running back in the league, so um, I'm not sure Minnesota is going to be willing to give up his rights. Now, there are a lot of teams that are interested in Adrian Peterson because of who he is.
1: Wow. Well, I hope he releases that angst that he has because when all is said and done, wherever he's at, he just needs to perform well. So I hope he can get over that. Well, He's or they work it out on. between now
2: and, you know, August, September? Well, this is a guy who has always performed well, Tracy. So I mean as far as yes. that part of the game, you I remember said that. I don't I don't think yes. he's gonna have much of a problem. It just is really gonna matter if he gets on a team with a decent line because we're talking we are we are arguably talking one of the greatest running backs in NFL history. He's that good. Yeah. I mean he doesn't have nice the record thing. but and he's been playing on these these not the best Minnesota team, and even when he's done that, he's had his numbers are nobody's really close to him, you know. And yes. we talk about, about consistency there too. He's really, really good. Um,
1: and he's and if they do release him, he could be favored for so many other teams, which yeah. is a
2: compliment.
1: Yeah. But well, what, but they, my, what my, they would
2: my, do is mm-hmm. they would they would probably trade him because they're not going to release him. He's too valuable.
1: Um, I see. Okay. Probably, they probably
2: they probably would trade him if they if they think they're going to get okay. some value for him. Well, no, and, and they would okay. get value, but it's hard to replace him. I mean, if I'm in Minnesota, there's almost nothing I would do to release this guy because he's. I mean, again, he's that good. Right. So,
0: right.
2: I mean, he'd have to do some, some vile stuff for me to be saying, well, we're going to we're going to trade him or, or get him to another team because let's say you did do that. When he plays you again, he's going to kill you.
0: Hmm. So. All right,
1: Malcolm. I'm going to have to let you go. I have to actually get back to the psychic fair. So it is what it is.
2: Sounds good. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the fair. And um, hope you get tasted a lot, Tracy.
1: (laughs) You hope I get what? Taste it a lot. Okay, Malcolm. Okay. Some, some wine okay. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I sent you a text. Can you be on phone got, the phone and give it text? I
2: did see it. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Did you awesome. look at the text? Yeah, you said, I have your book. Oh, okay.
1: Oh my God. Do you want me to give it to your mother, Malcolm?
2: I'll text you Tracy. Huh? I said I'll text you. (laughs) Okay.
0: Adios. All right.
2: right. Have a great day. Bye, (laughs) Renata.
1: Lavender. Hey Tracy <clears throat> Lavender, do not kill me You were not on in the beginning of the segment Today is a psychic fair So I did Malcolm segment And I gotta get back to the psychic fair Unless you have a probing celebrity question that you need answered Right now Uh <laughs> I know
3: I'm sorry, I'm putting uh... you on the spot Unless you just um, want me to call you later. Uh, I mean, I have something that I oh, wanted please. to ask, like, last month. Okay, so last month, um, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if you know about this young model. Her name is Cara Delevingne. Uh She's kind of tomboyish, blah, blah, blah. But she is working with Naomi Campbell, Jordan Dunn, and Kate Moss for a, I think it's a Burberry campaign, Um, and she's really good friends with a lot of people. She's really good friends with Rihanna. So Mm -hmm. one day, one night, they were at some club, she and Rihanna, and out of nowhere, allegedly, Naomi Campbell came up to her and said, what the F did you say to Rihanna? You're so disrespectful. And they got into a shoving match. And And this is Naomi
1: Campbell and who?
3: Naomi Campbell and the model, the young model, Cara Delevingne. Oh, okay. Um, you've probably seen her face before because she looks kind of mm-hmm. androgynous sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> and Naomi Campbell just snapped out of it, I guess, and sat down. So the story was mm-hmm. released to the press. It was released to Page Six, New York. And mm-hmm. at first, Cara put on her Twitter I'm I'm the kind of person who doesn't mess with anybody, but if you come up to me on some stupid mess, I'm going to get you back. And then Naomi Mm. said, oh, people believe everything that they see. And then after Naomi said that, Kara deleted her previous message, and she said, we're fine. So my question Mm. is, Mm -hmm. was it a real fight? Did the fight actually happen? And what was it about?
1: No, it was definitely a cover-up. It was definitely a cover-up. But when I'm getting cover-up, it's kind of like not cover-up a secret. It was kind of like somewhat staged. Ah. All right. Now, I don't know if this fell around the same time that Naomi Campbell was on Empire.
3: Um, but I don't know.
1: I don't watch the show. I don't know. That's okay, but it feels to me like it was a part of a staging. Oh. Uh. So there was money involved, I think the other girl was even paid to play the role. Do you understand? Like it was a little yeah. bit of extra. It was extra.
3: It was foolishly, basically.
1: It 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 really was. And I'm getting it in the form of a cover up and I don't know why I'm using that terminology. But that's not exactly what I'm feeling, except that, uh, you know what I'm getting? I'm getting it was under the umbrella. It was like. So it was a lot of secret talk to make this look like there's a problem. Naomi Campbell is known for her feistiness. And I'm getting getting that it's probably around
3: Empire. Mm -hmm. What I found funny is I think the week before. Naomi was in maybe Jamaica. She she was somewhere in the Caribbean, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: and she attacked someone who was taking her pictures.
0: Mm. And the way she
3: was acting, there was people were talking like, "Oh, is she back on drugs? Is she clean? What's going on?" And then that mm-hmm. same weekend, this happened. So that's oh, I is promise my you, friend. I love your
1: kitty. I promise you, it was. It's part of a whole staging thing because mm-hmm. I feel this is the way I'm getting it that when she comes back on Empire, she is going to come back that fighting, bitchy, type, like physically type of person that she's known for. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to hype mm-hmm. up that character, and yet they're doing it in public so that it gets more mm-hmm. hype on Empire. That's the way I'm getting it.
3: That's pathetic.
1: But so listen. Lavender, I got to get out of here. People are mad at me. I'm 10 minutes behind schedule. Ah. So sorry. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Everybody else is on queue. Please. So sorry. I've got to do my psychic fair. It's my job. It makes me do it. But I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please call me for your personal reading. 818 985 010. Bye. Hola. Oh, hi, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah. How are you doing today? Oh, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, there's a lot of people here today. I'm actually like shocked awesome at
0: how busy it is. Today
1: you can take it in. You can it in here and play with the doll. So tell me what is going on. What is your question? What's your question? Hi. Hi. What's your question? you